Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, shout out to the homie on uh, Twitter who said this. The spread of coronavirus is based on two factors. One, how dense the population is. And two, how dense the population is. Slow it down. We just dished you. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Q, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hours show to get the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, as usual. I'm the Bull Dev McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building. We're in week six of the sports and life shutdown due to the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, but we pride ourselves on never missing a week, so we're still here to talk our ish. So as long as we're here... Make sure you keep it locked right here in the war room. And again, we might not be going the whole two hours tonight or for the foreseeable future, but if you want to get in on this conversation while we're here, sign in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls, as usual, on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Before we get started, as we usually do, before we start talking our ish, just want to remind you guys, when we're not live on the air, you can check out archive episodes of our show. You can do that at our own network at warroomsports.com. You can also do that on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk. Wherever you listen to, to podcasting, we're most likely to be there. That'll be us, the War Room. Um, some of our other affiliates that's on the network after further review with the mayor, uh, John Appetite with the Burton's Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Show with Filmatic 365 and Davis Backwards and a whole host of other enjoyable programs. So make sure you check that out. Brothers, what's the daily? What's the latest in the quarantine tales? What's going on, man? Yo, thank you to thank you to see you. Thank you to visit here again. Uh, I would say the hottest thing going right now is Instagram live battles amongst people that wouldn't be making as much money or grabbing as much headlines and attention without the novel (laughs) COVID-19 virus, the hottest trending thing. But I'm sure the novelty of that bars will wear off quite soon because I'm not really trying to see DJ Tat money versus, you know, (laughs) No, cool, 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 right. 
No, for me, no tap money I know not for everybody because no I still slander. see people spreading no it. No tap money slander, you right. right. The whole D-Nice club quarantine, that, that wore on me after like two visits. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> this this whole I thing, I mean, you know, and you know why? And I, I think Jimmy might be able to attest to this as well. You know why this battle thing is going to fall by the wayside pretty soon as well? It's because the people battling don't even know their best stuff. You know what I'm saying? We 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 sat there for hours and watched RZA versus Premier, and I love both RZA of these got dudes, his, but I I, RZA, I picked RZA. I picked Primo going in, and I'm sitting here he like, did Primo know his best songs? Because he wasted like he the first seven out kill. of the first ten on some throwaways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dumbass killed. That was yeah, yo, yeah. he was all watching. Yo, he was all watching yo. at the same time in the chat. Yo, and we was watching yo, Primo get his dumbass killed. He got it's, it's funny because it's there's a bunch of people still saying he won. People tripping. I get the sense. I get the sense that like the RZA is one of them kind of dudes where like he's ultra hip hop. Like chicks, like you know, a RZA a RZA performance is probably a sausage fest, right? But right. <laughs> DJ Premier is the kind of guy Primo where a sausage fest too, dog. What you think no, no, is? it is, you know, it is, it is. Yeah, Primo and Primo, Primo yo, dog, yeah, he he is, but... MOP, MOP, and group home tracks. Primo gets more. I don't know no chicks that listen to Gangsta. They got to be real. Yo, yo, Primo Gangstar group Primo, Primo get more love. He get more love from the chicks than the RZA do. Now no, and no, and in my mind, hold on. My point, that, my point say, being, that ain't hard to be in here. <laughs> that ain't that ain't hard. That ain't hard to be in here. But point being, Primo probably was feeling self conscious about that and wanted to prove to the RZA that you know I'm I'm as hardcore and Timberland laced up as you are, and probably didn't go with oh, his yeah, best yeah, or yo, what we yo, consider yo, his best I think the RZA's catalog like, was, sneak up on you. Yo, Primo, was playing, Primo, was playing, Primo was playing Christina Aguilera, so that negates everything you just said. He wasn't trying to out-hardy, Pauls, because he's playing Christina Aguilera. But the point is, he also was playing Christina Aguilera. Like, why are you playing Christina Aguilera in the battle? Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to... I don't even know what you're trying to do that. Yo, but the, but Dev just hit the nail on the head. Like the RZA is like, yo, I owe him, a, I owe him an apology. I forgot. Like yeah. he didn't even play Rainy Days. How you beat him without playing Rainy Days? Yo, we screaming for Rainy Days all night. And, it, and like, we were screaming for those I, I just, two tracks honestly, all night, and they weren't even necessary. They weren't even necessary. Yo, honestly, I they were just I just forgot and closed. I owed him an apology. I forgot, <laughs> right. yo. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how much heat he gave Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard had some fire beats, and I yo. forgot. The Jizza, I forgot the Jizza first album had that heat on it. Like I just, oh, I, he I, came right out. That shit got so much heat. Old Dirty Bastard got so much heat that we we overrate him probably lyrically and as an MC. <laughs> because because yeah, of probably RZA. rest in peace. No, but you know what Yo, you know what it did show, Jim. You know what the RZA showed that night. He showed how stingy he was with every member of the Wu Tang Clan. Like damn, yeah. you ain't let nobody get down on these albums. Like, he was no, killing it though. I just yo, he was I owe him an apology. I just I just forgot how much fire he had, and he didn't even play like, some of the joints, which like like Rainy Days, which I consider one of his best like best joints. He didn't even play that, and I'm like Daytona 500. Dude. I thought was his best. He didn't even play. He didn't even play. He didn't need to. Because Primo like, was over there playing Christina Aguilera. In, I played in like four Gangstar minutes. Tracks. Shout out to PJ when we was roommates at Howard. 
we played like four minutes of rainy days on our voicemail when I well excuse me answering machine. Yeah, I don't even know how anybody ever left messages because it was literally like four minutes of a track. Yo, <laughs> rainy days, which is so, almost the whole song. Rainy Days is so cinematic and fire that when the chick starts like singing, I just be like, yo, the first time I heard her, yo, I just start crying, and I don't know what I was crying about. Dog, the answer machine had the, the bat eater <laughs> talking and everything. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I'm like, what kind of stuff did we used to do? Like, why do you put that yo. much stuff on your answer machine? And then yo, didn't say anything fire, afterwards. You just, the song just goes off and it beeps. You don't say we're not here. It was, it was, it was Trash. It was nineteen ninety five. I would have bought an apology, yo. I'm, I apologize, yeah. really. Like, yo, yo you, you a weirdo. Kind of crazy. You came, you came, you came to the battle dressed like a member of Sons of Anarchy, but at the same time, you like, you killed Primo, dumbass. I definitely owe him one too because, like you said, I, I went into the battle picking Primo. You know, with in the back of my head, like I know Rizzo got some heat, but he can't see Primo. Yo, he not only saw Primo. I think he slaughtered Primo and then had four or five tracks that we begged to play all night that he didn't even have to play. Duh. And then at the end started Primo, playing Primo these demo tracks. tapes. Primo <laughs> got tracks regardless of, regardless of how you feel about Primo, he right? He just picked the wrong he got one. Tracks with, he got tracks with like three of the dudes that are considered the king of NY, which is right. Nas, Jay, and Big. And he was spending the night playing like Seaside MOP tracks, Christina Aguilera tracks. He's playing like his nephew. No, and, and, no, and, 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 By the time he did get to those fire big and nice tracks, Rizzo was just hitting back with something that was at least equal. So yeah. like, damn, too late. You should have played this in the beginning when, you know, when Rizzo Yo, hit him with that was feeling it out. Scar faces. Yo, once, he, once he put on triumph, I just threw my phone across the room. You <laughs> <laughs> thought you was going to see me? <laughs> yo, that song is, yo, that song is underrated, even though it's rated. Yo, yo it was stuff yo, in that, that album that he could have played. On there. Yo, he could have threw machine fire, gun right? rap for all my things in the back. Oh, <laughs> he could have threw that on. Yo, Triumph is so fire that we 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 uh, basically ignore the fact that you got. I don't even know what you got to be talking about, yo. Right. Yo, and it's so what, fire that, that like, you got, no, we ignored a double it. CD of hot tracks and didn't even care if he played them or not. Yo, remember the song is yours and what the hell was you guys talking about? He said something about um Palladium. something about Raphael Sadiq. <laughs> um, super that, freak Sadiq like Raphael Sadiq, Ganja Leaf every day of the week. <laughs> Yo, something about? something the Lux may beat. I might find me a sweet. <laughs> Yo. Yo. yo, and I thought it was so hot. Like, yo, he killing it. He killing yo, it. Yo, I'm gonna respond. I'm gonna respond. I'm gonna respond to that What's this up, way. Man? You got, you got just did an interview, and he said, yo, even old dirty bastard used to kick me out of the studio, but I just kept coming back and coming back. Yo, my man said people freak physique like Raphael. Like Raphael what does that even mean, Cuz? Ganja leap every day of the week. The Lux Gourmet no Beats. That <laughs> RZA had the yo, Lux Gourmet Beats. Come on, yo, man. That beat was fire. So we, we, the beat was so fire, we forgot the fact that my man said Super Freak Physique, like Raphael Sadiq. Yo, that was a Deluxe Gourmet Beat. Real talk. All right. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I went in thinking Primo <laughs> was going to win, and I think a lot of other people thought that too. But I think some people just for some reason don't like to be wrong, so they go ahead and say Primo won anyway. I mean, I've seen people saying like lopsided scores, like they were boxing judges or something. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah. either they way, man. yeah, they, they don't want to be honest here. But let's get I, into some hot so we can I got get up out Two one, eighty five something. But look, hot topics brought to you by my bookie. You guys, uh, when sports do return, you know, if you want to make a lot of bread sports betting at my bookie, this is a great time for you to get in there, set up your account, get it running, so that you're ready when the games start back up. Uh, you can lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports when they return, um, not just the horse competitions that that they played last week and this week that were really trash. Um, you can join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. If you guys are tired of getting excuses and a run around when it's time to collect on your bets, that's why we urge you to give it a try. You win, they pay out fast, no hassle. You're basically wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game start. Join now and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today, play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. And you know what? I should probably start checking prior to each show to make sure my bookie's still in business. Because <laughs> what are people betting on right now? Um, maybe they had a resurgence with that that ass horse competition they had last week. I don't know. But uh, y'all know why we're here. Y'all know why nothing's happening at a uh, mybookie.ag this whole coronavirus COVID-19 thing man shout out to Carl Anthony Towns you know we reported and talked about it a couple times I think probably on three different shows because we talked about his mom when she ended up getting it I think the week after that we reported that his dad also tested positive for it um now sorry to say his mom uh lost her fight she ended up passing away um from COVID-19 so um, rest in power to Carl Anthony Town, Towns' mother. Um, it's a shame, man. It's, it's like I said, we we've been talking about it for the past few weeks at how close this thing is starting to get to home. But you know, it's for for a lot of people out there, it's hit home as hard as it could possibly hit. So I know uh, Cat is 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 going through it right now, and I'm hoping praying that his dad is is not going down the, the same path. Um, what else happened here? Uh, the Cursed League that we call the XFL. Um, we reported before that the XFL shut down all operations. Now, the XFL has filed for bankruptcy. And uh, Oliver Luck who, you know, Andrew Luck's dad, who was the commissioner of the league, um, who had a contract that reportedly paid him $20 million guaranteed to serve as commissioner, was one of their uh, layoffs prior to the Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings. So he'll end up getting like something less than 100 cents on the dollar for the $20 million guaranteed that he had. Like, this is killing people, killing the economy, killing people. Uh, quite literally, um, you know, you got us all trapped in the house. You got the conspiracy theorists 
saying, you know, they they locking us in the house while they get the new world under the new world order underway. Um, you know, you got the five G people. Some of these people are the same ones. It's just a lot going on. It's too much time on people's hands to think and talk without thinking. Um, but what's up with the XFL, man? Because they were 100% sure that they had a model this time that was going to last and stand the test of time, and they wouldn't have the same fate as the first time around. And then this happened. This is something that you can't really plan for and account for. Like, is this league cursed in y'all opinion? Yo. The NFL get down and lay down. The NFL get down and lay down is on another level when it comes to the XFL. They just they got them. They roofed them. Without yeah, but this time um, it wasn't the NFL. It was it was some unknown. Yo, it was invisible. Yo, it was the, it was the Chinese virus made in the lab in China. But the thing is, man, yo, I, I don't even like, man. You can't you can't predict this. It's just like it does. It does seem like they're snake bitten. Um, yeah. And prayers up for Monty G. I just saw came across my timeline that popular Eagles fan. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the boy Monty G, but he's like a real popular. One. Of the, he's a the, the black guy who always in the crowd with the big bird in his head. But anyway, um, my man oh. is, um, in a coma, in a coma with COVID nineteen. Oh, man, come on. Hey. Yeah, man. So, so it's uh, corny. They need to do something. Yeah, so it's like, something every time I look up, it's like it's another story, man. Like you know, but um, to your question about the XFL, it does seem that way, man. You can't predict, you can't predict anything like this. But damn, cause because it, it took them years to get get it back to you know and try to figure it out. And I think actually the crazy part is the product they um were putting out there wasn't bad. It was a lot better than last. Wasn't bad. Right. But it was right. they were figuring it out. And the crazy part this time. They didn't even get long to prove themselves, but you know it looked like, you know, legitimate football this time around. Um, yeah, it was, it was yeah. less gimmicky. It seemed like they were figuring right, it out. Right. So look, I got. Um, I'm joining the conspiracy theory gang, but it, it has nothing to do with you know the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and everybody who owns the planet that's doing this to us. But I'm taking this to a more spiritual level, you know. When you think that something, some higher power, whatever you believe in, like, could this be some type of purge? Now, it, it sounds crazy to say that because there's a lot of good people dying. But, you know, just thinking the earth, like, do y'all think it's possible that the earth is cleansing itself? And I'm going to tell y'all while I'm, Yo, while dog, I'm saying I'll tell you one this. It's no, very one coincidental. Y'all, y'all, I looked at that thing. water. I looked at that <laughs> water in Venice, Italy, and I say, yeah. Yo, yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm talking about from a personal experience. Like, yo, I live in the city, like in the city, city, and yo, it's like animals I've never seen before. The birds are out on my porch <laughs> in the morning, like birds I've never seen before. Right. It's yeah, like I got woodpeckers yo, knocking like, on my roof. I'm about to go to war. Yo, I'm like, yo, I don't even know what kind of bird that is. Like, there's birds that don't come to Philly. I mean, Philly is full of like you know pigeons that you know that be out here roaming, like give each other fair right. ones. But it's like all kinds of you know new birds and. And All right, like, so y'all, y'all already on the page that I'm getting on. I'm going to give you my example, my small small potatoes, and, and it's just in my own little box. But we got this we got this tree in the backyard that we swore was dead, right? <laughs> and like two days ago, you know, some buds started popping up on the joint. So today, you know, I just, you know, I kind of looked past it, whatever. I didn't even think anything of it. So... 
a, a few, you know, a few minutes before the show, I had checked in because I never get to listen to series so much from in the car. So I, so I was check, checking in to uh, Rock the Bells Radio, uh, Roxanne Shantae's show, and she just happened to be talking. And she was talking about a tree in her backyard that they swore was dead that started to bloom. So she started talking about this might be the Earth's way of cleansing itself. So, you know, I, I started thinking about the, the same situation going on. So I was like, let me run this past the fellas when we get on the air. And now Jimmy talking about new birds and, <laughs> and new animals running around. Yo, we got yeah, trees blooming that you swore was dead, but it, the it human race like, is out here suffering and, and dying off. Yeah, but you know what? Because the human race take is this the biggest back. virus. We, we the biggest virus of all because even now, um, you know, last week when I tried to go to get some, you know, fresh produce from the produce joint, you know what I mean, social distancing and whatnot, they only let – and what they do is they let, like, three people in the whole store at one time, so they don't even play those right. games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so so my wife was like, all right, you just sit here. I'll go in. And, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting in the car watching what's popping, and cats got their gloves and mask on, you know. And, but they keep coming out the store and just throwing it on the ground and getting in their car. I'm like, you know what? Even though the, the earth is cleansing, this is why. we still, we, as, yeah, as, as humans, we still like trash. Y'all walking around with these masks and gloves on. As soon as y'all done, y'all throw them on the ground. Like, and I'm getting pissed because I don't want to speak to nobody because I ain't trying to be close to them. Right, 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 right. Because I thought of, I've, I've seen a lot of things looking out my, my window. I sound like Nas looking out my project window recently. Uh, I've just been watching people, watching news and stuff like that. And there's so many things going on outside where I want to rumble somebody for it. But I'm like, well, if I rumble him, if he got the, the bug, then I'm going to have the bug. So I can't go yeah. out there and rumble nobody. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I'm like, I just don't care. And, hey, if you believe that, like, the earth could possibly be cleansing itself. The fact that so many people are in the house, I guarantee you that the air is so much fresher outside. Mm-hmm. The, the water probably bad boy. a better color. Like... <laughs> It's a shame, man, what yeah. we've done to this beautiful planet, man. And I'm sitting yeah, here man. looking at vacations, like, am I ever gonna be able to do this? Like I'm literally I'm I'm online, Jim, looking like at, at bucket list list places. Like, am I gonna be able to do a this? Bucket list got so small. I scratched China off. China because they acting crazy now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's our yeah. fault. Yeah. It started over people, there, but now they're going discriminating against black people. So China can EAD. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking yeah, up for I'm, them I'm because Trump it. being ignorant, but I'm about to be I'm about to be on my Trump because they treating us like that. Yo, so F I'm them and the I'm Chinese even, virus. I'm not even I'm not even going back to the massage problems, but that's either here nor there. Like, um, and shout out to uh, Neil. Hopefully you listen. You know what I'm saying? Because that's either here nor there. Um, Shit in general. But <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's it's. It's it's real nutty, man. Like I'm looking at things like, yo, I, life will never be the same, cause like Amber. life will just it just will never be the same. Like I was, cause I like, cause you got so much time on your hands that you end up like, first of all, you end up watching stuff that you'll never watch, like on a normal, like you know, if life was normal. Cause we see some of the stuff I've just watched, some of these random TV shows and Netflix specials. But then Jim, some I'm binge watching on my block. They've been trying yo, to force dog, feed almost, that to us I'm, for I'm like at, yo, a I'm year at, and a half. Yeah, I'm at the end of season one on that joint. I ain't finished it yet though. But you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? I'm but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's not. Yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. Y'all watch the joint um heist, money heist. That's that's fire. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, but the thing is, you start to have like thoughts. I'm sitting around a day like, yo, will I ever go to a sporting event again? Will I ever right. like, want to go on a cruise? Or will I ever want to go on like? 
you know, just just things that we just did. Like you know, we went on right. cruises. You know Even saying? if we go we on like regular vacations, world. we're gonna be all isolated, like trying not to go around people. Uh, like my South Philly, like my South Philly, um, I Italians, I'm be like them now. I'm be down the shore with them. Like, just go down the shore. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, shout to all my, shout to all my South Philly people. They be like, yo, I'm going down the shore. They don't even care about long vacations. Just give me to a beach. I'm gonna be yeah. on my South Philly jump, man, because but it's just nutty, man. Speaking of um, uh, you know Vince McMahon's football league being snake bitten. There's one league of his <laughs> that's been going on for decades that's not state snake bitten, and even in Florida, WWE World Wrestling Entertainment has been deemed an essential business. So they are permitted to continue to have live TV broadcasts from its Orlando, Orlando training facility. So you know we always talk about Florida man, and I do think that most of the craziest people in the United States are in Florida, um, you know, they, they show you one more time uh, about what's essential, <laughs> and, and, and that's wrestling. I know there's a lot of wrestling fans like, yeah, it is essential, and I'm glad they did this, but in my opinion, it's just another uh, example of Florida being such a nutty place. But uh, shout out to them. They're going to have their wrestling from down there. Um, y'all got any thoughts on that? That's one. That's one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Vince McMahon built business that's never gonna go under. I mean, one of the reasons that uh, you know the 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 heebie-jeebies is going to prevail in this country is dumbass Americans. We we don't know how to quarantine, and we don't know we don't know how to uh, relinquish our rights for the good of uh, for the good of all because the individual is more important than the collective. So. Yeah, I'm a part of the problem. And it, there, there's, like, there's, the there's also there's also they have to protest in Michigan and Virginia at the courthouse. Yeah, there's like, a there there's a prevailing thought that if I have to give up um, some of my freedoms, then it's not worth living anyway. Like that's yeah, that's, that's a people, good point. People 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 feel that way. Like literally feel that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know so, people here that live in different conditions, but I'm like, how trash is your home if you feel that way? You can't stay in a yeah. house for a little or, or not yeah. even your home. How trash is your family if you want to get out and get and away man, from yeah. them so bad that you're willing to yeah. die? Because a lot and of these dudes went to the courthouse with if guns being brand, real, brandished and yeah. everything. So we being real, ready for it's a, something. It's a, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people in some trash homes, you know, for a lot of I heard the divorce reasons. rate is going to skyrocket after this. Not oh, my God. It, I told you. It doesn't I skyrocket already. I got the Citizens app on my phone, and, like, you know, I'm in Philly. So, you know, we, we used to, like, you know, shootings and things happen. Like, the shootings is down, but it's, like, more domestic violence in the last couple of weeks than I've ever seen. Like Couples knocking each other. It, like, yo, and most of it is, like, men men being attacked by women. Like, every time I look on the phone, it's like, yo, man stabbed, man hit with a frying pan, man got shot by his wife. Like, I'm like, yo. This I shouldn't be laughing at this, but damn. Yo, it's not funny. It's actually sad because what that means is like, y'all don't realize y'all each other. That means yeah. that, yo, when y'all at work and y'all going to work and all that, like, y'all don't realize that y'all really don't like each other. Yeah. I'm saying this is the kind of thing that, that tests you. It, it tests the yeah. metal of a couple. Like, if y'all can, you know, be in the same place all day, every day, and a lot of people are cool, mm-hmm. they, they really can't. Yeah, sad stuff. Shout out, sad to, time, shout out to all the secretaries that, you know what I'm saying, stuck by themselves because right. the bosses, like, no, ma. This, this thing is doing a number on the population. It's doing a number on the economy. It's doing a number on 
marriages and relationships. Like this is a world changer, and there's no hyperbole in that frame, in that statement whatsoever. It's crazy. Yeah, like in, in um, taking it back to sports, taking it back to sports, mm-hmm. like. And, and Tobias brought this up last week, which is a good point because college football has like crazy fans. If this, like, what's going to happen with college football season? And we talk right. about the age of social distancing, and college football stadiums be having like 100,000 people there. Like, yeah. yo, yeah. I, don't, I don't know because. Diehards, though. That these it's people open. down here in the dirty South are giving up college football just for some <laughs> virus. You're out of your <laughs> Everybody gonna be in the stadium with masks and Lysol spray, spraying it at everybody. Yo, who look at them crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, like a random thought though, like you could just like die just going to the concession stand. Like, yo, right. imagine they open the world back up, right? And you and you go to work. You know what I'm saying? And, and you gotta take a you gotta take a smash at work, and you take a smash at work. You try to line the seat, but you still catch the jaw, and you end up dying because you was trying to take a smash at work. I know. Because you, you know what I mean? You yo. ate something and you couldn't hold it. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Yo, this is corny. Very corny. All right. So back to the, you know, the dudes who shut down sports, uh, Rudy Gobert. Um, there was a lot of reports coming out of there. And we should get a uh, shout out to Tony Jones. He's a um, a jazz beat writer that uh, we know. We should have him on to see what the truth is in some of this. Because in in the conflicting reports i've seen his name thrown around um as one of the sources to one side of the story but you know there was a lot of talk that their relationship uh, rudy gobert and donovan mitchell their relationship was strained to the point of no return so they thought the jazz might be you know entertaining trade offers for one of them most likely donovan mitchell um reports have come out in the last couple days and rudy gobert was one of them he said there there was no fight with he and Donovan Mitchell over the coronavirus diagnosis. He said the two spoke over the weekend to try to iron things out. Um, and, and, and he and some other reports are saying that they're fine. So people don't have to worry about this. So um, he said, they're both ready to go out there and try to win a championship for this team. That's what everybody said. Y'all not going to do that, but they said that they're cool. Um, <laughs> what, are, what are y'all thoughts? Because by all means, it, well, not means, but all, accounts, not only was Donovan Mitchell upset with dude, but a lot of other people in the locker room because he was being so careless when he was dismissing the virus, you know, touching everybody's stuff, just like you saw him do with the microphones in the press conference. Um, do you think it'll ever be the same in that locker room for Rudy Gobert? Um, I, I think that, I think that from, from my, like from watching these guys on social media, you know, with some of the things they say, I think they just had more time to process it. Like right. when it first happened, of course everybody's completely pissed at the dude. But right. as time goes on, and you see like it, it's knocking people off across the world. It gives you a little exactly. perspective. And, My and, and in exactly. a weird way, you know, weird way, Rudy Gobert probably saved lives being a dump, being a dummy, because <laughs> there are several people I know that didn't take it serious until the NBA shut down. It was like, whoa, the whole NBA mm-hmm. shut down. Like, what? Rudy Gobert got it. Like that's when they yep. started taking it serious. So the, him being a dummy, you he probably made saved that- lives. That was on my on my mind. I was just thinking simply, the more people that they see get sick and or die from this, the more that's gonna be like, all right, it's petty. Like there was a great chance that I would have caught this anyway. 
So, you yeah. know, even though he was acting like a eggplant head, you know, we can move past this. Because think about if it really stayed isolated and it was just those two dudes in the entire NBA that got it. Mm-hmm. And somehow, you know, the U.S. government got a hold of it. And not a lot of people got it here. Yeah, they it, it'd probably be on site like for the rest of their lives. <laughs> they would have yeah. definitely had to trade somebody. But yep. yeah, the fact that you see the numbers rise the way they are, you're probably looking at it. They could even be looking at it like, at this point, I don't even know if I got it from this dude. You know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't no use being mad at him for the rest of our lives. I've most likely got it from this dude, but you never know. So, um, shout out to them. I hope they get everything together for this non-championship run they plan to make. They can kill all that noise. <laughs> um, the, heroes of, the heroes of 2020 so far might be the San Francisco 49ers uh, because <laughs> we read a report the other day that the fact that they, you know, did their little choke job in the Super Bowl and lost that game might have saved lots of lives because while the Super Bowl was going on, doctors in the Bay Area were treating their first two cases of COVID-19 before it was a big widespread news story in America. And they were trying to set up their little COVID-19 task force there and they were dealing with that. So they're saying had the 49ers won and they had a parade two or three days later, that might've been a spot where the virus could have, you know, really, oh, really yeah. spread. All and, them China, you know, all, the, all the Orientals on the West Coast. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Instead, you all know, Kansas City won, and you know. Yeah, and they only had 15 people at their parade, so we was cool with like, you know, the virus really. <laughs> A social distancing parade, so. Shot to my man Vi. Vi was in the building. They had one black guy there that we know. And back then, black people yeah. couldn't catch it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's before the, before the virus got, like, more complex. I'm probably listening like, F y'all. <laughs> I know he is. I know he is. Yeah, I mean, Shout out to the Niners, life. man. We appreciate your lives. sacrifice. They definitely Pretty helped save, save some lives. All right, before yeah, we think about the go season, we'll real quick. But before that, just want to let everybody know who didn't know, uh, Hank Steinbrenner. The son, and, you know, after uh, the big Steinbrenner died, he was the chairman of the Yankees, heir to the Yankees. He died this past week at the age of 63. As far as we know, it has it's not uh, COVID-19 related. but um, It's just 2020 uh, related. I'm about to say, 2020, all the same. Like, because this year started off terrible even before this. With a lot of people, you know, kicking the bucket. So Hank Steinbrenner, uh, owner of the New York Yankees, has passed at 863. Uh, rest in peace to him. Um, let's go to the phone lines. We have some people waiting. Uh, the homie um, Rob from Cali, I guess he couldn't hold on long enough. And I know all you listeners out there are probably jumping for joy for that. So let's go to the homie Tobias Damn. out in Arizona. Tobias is on, man. Roll down, hey, roll down tide till I die. God bless America. God bless roll tide. What's going he on, gentlemen? Da- Jimmy, he said roll damn tide till <laughs> I die. This game that I'm going to in the phone. Hey, I'm going to that. Well, 
first thing first, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely miserable. Because you remember before the season, I was bragging about putting a substantial amount of money on Golden State winning under 48 and a half games this year. And if this season's canceled, <laughs> man, you talking about, hey, I was happy as G Money was when he stood up in that Jeep on New Jack City, man. <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> man, but, one, I am a big WWE fan, and Linda McMahon at WWE gave nice, nice little $18 million super pack to the state of Florida. Then they became essential all of a sudden. <laughs> and they cut like 30 people. You damn right. <laughs> yeah. You damn right. Good attention now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, a couple, and one thing, I, I don't know. Hey, hate, don't, please don't hate someone as much as Fred Purdue hates running backs. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, I'm sorry. Dude, Christian McCaffrey, okay. right? I saw I saw Fred literally say about running backs. He's like, man, first of all, you know he wouldn't draft them in high rounds. He literally you said, you don't draft them above man, the fifth round. You put a running back. He's like, you run them in the ground, and then at best you franchise them one year, and then you talk. I'm like, Fred, you talking about a human being right now? Like, I really understand what you're trying to say, but it's a better way you can say that. I understand the coded. I understand the coded language. I understand the coded language in that situation. So when Fred Fred was in high school in 11th grade on junior varsity, the star starting running back spent some affectionate time with a young lady that Fred, you know, may or may not have had a serious crush on. And somehow that guy got that young lady to come into the running back room. And just things have just never been the same since she left the running back room. Man, you know what kills you though? And and I know it's in the draft and I've seen pundits say this. They keep talking about, oh, you can find a running back anywhere. Christian McCaffrey's production, he got a caught a hundred balls. Also the running back. They're not paying anyone. And Teddy Bridgewater needs that type of back. He's a conservative passer. But they keep saying you can find running backs anywhere. Yeah, you may find a running back in a seventh round, but that means you got lucky. But that doesn't mean he provides that kind of talent like a McCaffrey or Zeke Elliott. Zeke yo, yo, yo. I agree. I agree with your premise, but you didn't have to get a, the, the white boy out of $60 million, though. You yeah, to get ain't a lot of. Hey, the brothers can't get The brothers got to get franchised. But you know one thing, though? I'll say this. <laughs> there hey. you go. Hey, you know what else, also? They keep saying you can find a running back anywhere. Why, there's a lot of wide receivers picked in the first round who've done Jack squat. But the ones in the second, third, fourth rounds been the ones that's balling. Mainly because where do you get drafted at? Jerry Judy from Alabama, you know, I think he's the best receiver in his draft. If he goes to Jacksonville, his career his career is done. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. And, and so, there's a, a lot of these wide receivers ain't producing. But like a running back, I thought it was a mistake to take Saquon number two because you're in a full rebuild. You should take a running back number two in a full rebuild. Yeah, by the time by the time they especially when your rebuild hasn't even chosen you your quarterback yet. Because yeah. yeah, not only do you have to pay him, but you're gonna waste his prime years during the rebuild. And by the time you have a pretty good team, he's gonna be old you and don't. like Fred said, running the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, 
he's gone. And that's I mean, why sometimes, I like Dallas you, sometimes though, you come across a talent that you have to have regardless of position. So, you know, everything can't be a part of the plan. But who knows? Yeah, I, mean, I know, yeah, I know uh, some Giants I, fans are still salty about that and throws it in other Giants fans' faces every time, you know, anything goes his way on that. <laughs> Shout out to Joel. <laughs> Yo, um, real quick though, uh, Tobias, how, how's your campaigning for uh, Joe Biden going? Uh, well, I think I got blocked by other black people trying to explain how Joe Biden is somehow less racist, even though he bragged about co-authoring the, the crime bill, which he called Biden's law. But somehow he's less racist. I don't know, but he called. He called. He said racist comments about black folk, Lord and Savior, Barack Obama. Told he's a clean cannon that he's articulate. And but yeah, yo, hey, he's less racist than yo, orange guy. But y'all, y'all remember? Y'all remember? Uh, I think it was last year when he said. <laughs> he said um in his speech he was like, yo, boy said poor kids are just as smart as white kids. That reminds me of Yo. sports in a way. If they like you, they will make excuses for you. And people Absolutely. just hate Trump so bad they life. make excuses for him. Yeah. That's called life. Uh, dude. The, pro- the problem the problem in this country in a two party system is you know, overall overall black people vote for who they perceive to be less toxic to them. Not that they're not toxic, i.e. Bill and Hillary, but oh, less toxic because <laughs> you know Yo, oh, but he knew. Story, literally story to the the top line. Um <laughs> it's not really a good story. Uh Von Miller from the Broncos yeah. COVID nineteen. Jim, I'm Jimmy, y- y'all need help. Bees, almost going to the bees, and I heard. I'm like, yo, how that happened? <laughs> I was like, oh, that was somebody else. Yeah, that's what I was uh, running to as well, Von Miller. Um, yeah, I mean, he the incredible hall. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it through the. He's gonna make it through the monkey. He gonna make it. If anybody can beat it, it's the incredible hall. So, shout out yo, to Von Miller. I just. I just yo, I just hope Chadwick Boseman don't get it these days because uh. He looked like he weighed 46 pounds. Yeah, yo, you know what? I hope Jesse Smollett doesn't get it or does get it. Wait, which of the yeah. – I mean, I hope he doesn't get it. Hey. Oh, yo. Yo, but Jim, my, my wife, I showed her that video this morning, and she was like, well, you know, maybe he's doing that lose weight for a role thing. But I'm like, yeah. ain't they shooting Black Panther too soon? He can't be that little for Black Panther. <laughs> yo, what's up? You understand the, he must the scruffiness. We can't get to our barbers, but his face looks smaller. When, yo, every he time he put his hand up, he looks like his hand was shaking. Like, Chadwick, I'm looking like Kirsty right now on my hair, but uh, <laughs> back in the day. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like you're right. You guys talk about like opening back up these sports because college, college football, if college football is suspended for the year, there gonna be a lot of these non-revenue sports that are gonna shut down because college football is it's like it's like the dead bear with the animals eating off the corpse. That the ones ain't hunting right. for the animal. Yeah, um, right. well, like, right. if college football shuts down, is anybody gonna care about those non-revenue sports? I know <laughs> like, I don't because to be honest, but you wanna watch volleyball? You can't watch football. I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> I'm not even mad about those sports. Like, it's like, you know, the, the men and the women college basketball still big, right? You got baseball and softball. Yo. 
You might have volleyball. That's it. Yo, Tobias, at uh, at our esteemed University of Higher Learning, we have one of the greatest badminton programs in the world. And when yeah. they won the championship, a literal, literally 9.7 people showed up to their championship ceremony, man. Not revenue hey. sports, man. Be awesome. You remember that time with the Florida Gators with Joe Ken Noah and Horford won the two national titles and the Florida fans didn't even show up to the airport to greet them back? But spring football yeah. came up. They were there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but, and that's basketball, basketball, so you can imagine the non since you Since you're yeah. here for a rival, rival squad, um, Skyview said, uh, he said random. Is that LSU quarterback the real deal, or is he Johnny Manziel light? Uh, well, <laughs> i tell you this. It's, it's ironic that the white media in their, in their butt dance don't get on him by being cocky, but somehow they get on Cam Newton by being cocky, you know. But you know, but yeah, yeah, and, you know there. They got on him for having little Donald Trump hands, though. Yeah, but here's a but <laughs> he, but, he, he but let me be honest about Burrow. My you know the, the issue with Burrow, the concern is, is that he had that great year when he had the coordinator, and but he stunk the year before. Uh, but he had the same talent. He had a great line. Like Tua, I know Tua has an injury injury issues, but he had a different offensive coordinator each year every year at Alabama. And and people will talk Jalen Hurts, but bias? that chip they're by uh, I mean am I hearing the bias right now? I mean you know, no, you know we can't, we can't rely on that but what I'm saying is that everybody's like I wanted, to hear him, I, I wanted to hear him trash the dude. <laughs> no, I'm not trash the burrow. I think he'd be a good player, but I, I think going to Cincinnati is gonna be a problem for him. But what I'm saying is that I think everybody it's like the one year. That usually scares me with a player that had that one awesome year. Cam Newton was Tobias. an exception. Tobias, Cincinnati don't need a quarterback because Reds is oh, hitting, yeah. um, he hitting the target from 15, 15 yards away. He's throwing the yeah. ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> by the way, that's stuck with Andy Dalton because no one's trading for that $17 million. But, yeah, but David Carr. You don't need no quarterback. Come on, watch out. But, you know, I think Burrow could be a good player. I think that hey, since, but if people people is like he'll come in and turn it around, it's like hey, quarterbacks they need support, man. And Cincinnati got a bad head coach who got a job because he shook hands and had a beer with Sean McVay during happy hour. <laughs> and so it's, it's like people thought Tua may slip. That's a blessing in disguise because you look. We've been I've been saying this for years. If the quarterback goes to a bad situation, his career is gonna be tanked. You slip a little bit, you go to go organization. Look at Mahomes. Look at uh, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Shout out to the aforementioned David Carr. <laughs> yeah. He, there's no way an expansion team should have picked quarterback in the first year in their existence. <laughs> you go suck anyways. Why, yeah. why pick a quarterback ruined there? Definitely ruined him. All right, man. We yeah, got to so, give some other people some run, man. I don't give a damn about these other people, man. It's my time, sure. man. But anyway, hey, you guys take it easy, man. Hey, you guys take it easy, man. We're trying to make us go the whole two, and we're trying to go like 45 minutes. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Peace. <laughs> After he dissed everybody else. Uh, the homie Rob is back on the line, so we're going to get a couple minutes with Rob before we move on and get up out of here. Rob, what's going on? What's going on out in Cali? Yeah. What's good, man? And, yo, get his country ass out of here. Maybe I want to see your Bama ass, man. Get out of here, man. Damn! Yo. I'm waiting for yo. y'all to finally team up on the podcast. 
I mean, I'm not going to listen, but it'll be nice. <laughs> sure. Yo, man, have fun with your, 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 have fun with the Alabama, back to the Alabama cotton patch with the UNC, the, the LSU banners, the real champions. But anyway. I mean, I'll be singing each other. <laughs> Y'all just meet somewhere in the middle and just throw hands. <laughs> You're only six hours away, but anyway, how y'all doing, man? We good, yeah. man. How are you? We, we good. We good. We good, we bro. We staying, uh, we staying COVID-free, sucker-free. Man, here, it's like, man, I can't wait. You know what? Ten years later, you know, you know, ten years later, man, I can't wait till they actually make movies about this, man. It's going to be crazy, man. I swear, it's going to be it's gonna be one. It's gonna be one. It's gonna be one time when you like sitting out drinking your bike and be like, "Dang, remember that time?" And be like, "Yep." <laughs> this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a dope movie one day, if Hollywood's still around. It's gonna be it's gonna be a dope movie. We can go back outside. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Perry gonna Tyler Perry gonna transfer all that to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yo, imagine, imagine I'm, I'm disappointed in right that because I've heard yo, so many EJ gonna be studio. And how big it is, and all that stuff, and he still won't let anybody else get in the writers' room. He's still hiring actors no. who have no more skills than me. Hey, listen, man. He he got a formula <laughs> yeah. that works, man. He said that he said he's never changing because what he what he's done has got him here. So I ain't mad at that. But uh, think about this though: how much bread well, is he losing right now? Because of having all of that, me. you ain't gonna let nobody else write nothing. Oh, the point of having all mm-hmm. yourself because like you like you, you gonna run it out make bread. You made it. You that dude now. Like, you can own Hollywood, which is, you know, Atlanta's taking over Hollywood. Like, hire yo, some people. He, he still, he still, yo, he's still going to do that. Because his studio is and being used for, like, embracing not his work. I'm mad he yeah, hasn't no, I mean, he rents, out, he rents out the studio. But I'm talking about as far as his project. you got to... Oh no! He's never let nobody on his project. He's writing for a specific. He's writing for a specific core audience. Like he's not. He's not. He is definitely. You're right, Jimmy. He is definitely writing for those that support EJ Johnson. He is definitely supporting the down, the 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 tear down of black masculinity in Hollywood. That's that's him. Old heads still love him. Like old heads still love time up here. He's writing for I people that like to do. Like I root their, for him. Their, um, checks to their but I'm church. disappointed He's every writing time for I the people that took. People took the twelve hundred, and they donated to, like part of that to their church. He writing for them folks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Some yeah. old spiritual. So, so, and, and and the thing is, he's admitted that. He said, "Look, I am never." Like, he said, "Yo, I'm writing for my audience to the day I die because that's who got me all this good stuff." But he's going to. He but that's the point of having a studio. Such a conglomerate studio. down there. He already does though. <laughs> no, but there's bigger. There's bigger. I'm talking about a black man completely taking over Hollywood. If you would ever branch no, out, I understand what you yourself. But that, I mean, you know, like I know what he already has. That. That's what I'm saying. They're saying he has the most impressive studio in the game right now. All right, yeah, now yeah, you know. I, no, I mean, like saying, I said, if it works for him, then that's that's all good. I'm just, you know, giving yeah, artistic I, yeah. criticism. If he if he you like want, it, you want your you want you, you want your Hassan Campbell job right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I but I want him to 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 win even more. Like he's winning, but I want I want him on some takeover type stuff. But that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, but my thing is, what, like, what do you right. want him to do? Though? Because happen. the thing is, he has a studio. 
all, all the only the projects that he puts out from Tyler Perry Studio is his own work. Like he's just, he's writing his own stuff, but he still produce like puts his money behind other people. But <laughs> he's, he's not gonna let them write. He's <laughs> not gonna let them write for his stuff though. Yeah, I, I think he needs some. But help. anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean no, I mean listen, most of his stuff is trash. Love it. The people love it. Most of his stuff is trash. Yes, it is. Most. Man. I mean, Empire, Empire, Empire is trash too. But they, you know. But anyway, yeah. I know Rob ain't going to talk about that. Rob That's probably want to talk about who the Eagles should pick up. <laughs> <laughs> who they should have traded for, even if they didn't. Yeah, get they should trade for. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Uh, man you, you already Eagles know. Trade for Christian McCaffrey. You know, you know what? I I know Dev right now. <laughs> I, I just I just I, I just want to hit Dev right now for a second because I know what Dev's going to say. He's like Rob, you know that 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 you you can say that they that you know whatever, man. You know and I know they should I trade for They should trade for Hopkins. No questions that they should trade for Hopkins. They. There we go. I'm like I'm, okay. No, I mean they were actually talking to them about it, but like like I said, I mean we're not we're not the Cardinals, and if you think we are, then like what do you think of your own team? Do you think we're garbage enough? Like, and, and that's the thing. I think the Cardinals were their last hope. So of course their deal got a little better, and the Cardinals just happened to have a high price running back who two two three years ago this deal wouldn't have been such a slam dunk for them. But since they're trying to get out of that nut-ass contract, the Cardinals had the perfect situation, you know, in order to do that. And and Houston looked like – I mean, and the Cardinals looked like they got over on Houston when, when in all actuality they got rid of somebody who was once the highest-paid running back in NFL history, and he only proved that he was that good for a half a season. <laughs> for 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 – one half of a season, yeah, I was gonna say. But if you want us to give up, you know, some a bunch of valuable pieces for a wide receiver because he has a big name, then all right, so be it. We but, think different. How, how 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 are they valuable pieces if we have a GM that really can't draft that good? What do you mean can't draft that good? You don't think they would have wanted somebody who, who the hell off the team? Good? You don't think they would have wanted somebody off the team already? Somebody that's already proven? They weren't going to trade him just for no, so for some draft picks, man. Like David Johnson, in their eyes, isn't just a throw-in. That's like a fifteen million dollar running back. When Christian McCaffrey is making sixteen as the highest paid, like, or he might be. I think David Johnson might have been thirteen or fourteen back when he set the record. But you know, fourteen. Yes. But no, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's always nice to have a, a shiny toy on the squad. I'd love to have Hopkins, but you know, you can't just go giving up anybody. We need some linemen. Tell me what wide receiver has carried anybody to a Super Bowl. Not nary none of them. Oh, almost over, most <laughs> not, not nary none of them. Like, <laughs> not nary. But I'll wait to see what you say. Name us a wide receiver who's carried a team to a Super Bowl win. No, 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 didn't do it. He said, no, no. That's all I'm asking you, though. So you know your Rob, 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 Rob,
in, in, in your time in your time of watching football, Rob, who are the best wide receivers that you've seen in football in your time of watching football? Just give me two or three. Just give me two or three. It's not a trick question. Just give me two or three. Can I give five? I, I, if you give them two or three, just give me two or three. Of course, no, no I got to give you like six because obviously T.O. Yeah. and Randy Moss is there. Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald. Randy Moss, Fitzgerald. Give me one more. Give me one more. He said Toriel. Because they're some of my favorites, but they're not like the great. I'm not asking they're you about favorites. your. I'm not asking you about your favorites. I'm saying who is the and best. Morrell, Julio Jones. Out of the, the, out of the from Detroit. Detroit. So far, how many years they got? They got one huh? one ring I mean, out of how many years? He named three receivers: I mean, Randy, T.O., and Toriel. He named three receivers. Steve Smith he named three. He, listen, hold on, hold on. Yeah, real quick. Let me proving you point. Three receivers. You named three receivers, and first of all, Tory Holt shouldn't be mentioned with the dude you mentioned him with. But that's either here nor there. And if you take really? him out of the equation, don't neither none of them dudes got no rings. Don't. Uh, first of all, Randy Moss has got to be top five you've ever seen. T.O. Fitzgerald. How many dudes got rings? These dudes don't get rings because they don't win rings. Calvin no Johnson, Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, shiny toys, the Julio, excitement, Antonio Brown. They're going to carry you Rob, to a tour. Rob, 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 I'm going to yeah. teach you. I'm going to teach you. This, How many? And I'm not going to tell you. This. I ain't going to tell you this again because the point How that's trying to be that? made here, the point that's trying to be made here that you may miss is wide receivers only put fans in the stands. They don't lead the win. They don't need to win. You don't need a top name, a top flight wide receiver to win a Super Bowl, dude. Listen, man, me and okay. B. Austin have been on the show for a decade I, I, telling y'all one thing and one thing clearly. Fat boys up front win football games. People, Let me tell you why. People over 290 pounds. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good a receiver you have because if you don't have time to get him the ball, it doesn't matter. And if you're on the other side of that, and you're rushing the passer, and they don't have time to get the the, the the receiver the ball. It doesn't matter. So, like, we've only been saying it for a decade. Receivers do uh, not win listen, football Listen games. to this. Because uh, Skyview, he made two points. One, he said, in all fairness, Larry Fitzgerald got robbed in the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, even if you think that, like, are we sick? Are we going to really sit here and say he carried them to a Super Bowl, though? Or was he just one Hell of the no. better players? He said T.O. carried the Eagles to a Super Bowl. I don't understand how that didn't even play in the playoffs. T.O. didn't even play in the playoffs. What are we talking about? Listen, guys, not even playoffs. T.O. didn't play since week 13. So how did he carry the Eagles to a Super Bowl? (laughs) And the Eagles had been in the NFC Championship game the three years prior. T.O. didn't carry the Eagles. He didn't play since week 13. Yo, man, what are we doing here, man? In fact, they went to the bowl before T.O. and won a bowl in San Fran, like, and they got his talent, and because they were trying to force the ball to him, like, a lot of times when you have a receiver with that kind of talent, you end up, like, doing things out of rhythm because you're trying to force the football to that receiver. So you don't play with you know, the best, the, you know, the best wide receiver, the best wide receiver to win a ring in the last 15 years is Eric Decker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, truthfully, though, Jim, 
And B, out of the people that robbed names, you know why that one guy got a ring? Hold up. You know, listen, 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 listen. You know why that one dude that you named before that has a ring, Tory Holt? Because everybody on his receiving core, everybody on his receiving core was damn near equal. So nobody was forcing the ball to Tory Holt. They had exactly. weapons out of the. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's arguably he's arguably not even the best on that team. Yo, Haz Hakeem. Haz Hakeem had a thousand, and he's a bum. The Reverend, the Reverend Ike on the other side. Oh. And they had the white boy Hodgson. Yo, they had the white Ricky boy Hodgson. And, and, yo, and, and here's the thing, though. If we, if, we, if we really being honest, yo, none of them is the best receiver on their team. Marshall was the best receiver on their whole squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rock, man, make your man. What else you got on your mind, man? I can't say much. I'm out, man. Peace, man. All right, we're out. Stay safe, man. Stay in the house. All right, man. We love the the special kids, man. Come on back. Stay in the house until the new world order so we can come out and be slaves. Um, (laughs) Yeah. All right, so. Real quick, uh, quote of the week, and this is from the great Michael Jordan. He said, when people see this footage, I'm not sure they're going to be able to understand why it was so intense. When you see the footage of it, you're going to think, I'm a horrible guy. This is Michael Jordan talking about the footage that we're going to begin to see this weekend in the 10-part Chicago Bulls documentary entitled The Last Chance. The first part of that was all-encompassing. The second part of that quote, when he said, when they see the footage of it, um, you're going to think I was a terrible guy. They were talking about how he used to ride the dude, Scotty Burrell. Remember they had Scotty Burrell on their team? They said Michael Jordan used to treat that dude like straight-up garden soil. The baseball baseball dude. (laughs) Yeah, they said he treated him him like sludge. And um, it's going to be a focus on that during the documentary. And it sounds like I mean, Mike is real regretful I'll, I'll that we're going to get to see that footage. But we already think we're a piece of scum. I was about to say. I mean, half of us still believe you invest in prisons, although, like, we've been telling y'all that's not even true, but don't matter. But half they believe it just because of what we know about Mike. They just believe it anyway. Yo, shout, yo, shout to my brother Hank. My man, my, Hank, my brother Hank told me, oh, if it's on a meme, it must be true. So, therefore, uh, using using that logic, like you know, we already think you're a piece of trash, Mike. We need to like you know forewarn us. And then, but that's the perspective that I took, you know, took it from. I'm like, well, we already knew, you know, from you know, B. Austin met the dude before. You know, they always say never meet your heroes, and you know, there's a reason behind that. So we've already heard the accounts of how Mike treats people. So if he had to put this out there beforehand. Can y'all imagine how he must be treating this dude if Yo, he felt the need to, to speak? But we already know that you know Mike's a piece of. Yo, I, Yo, I can't shout wait. Out, shout out to shout out to Chameleon there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait because if he had to if he had to preface if he had to throw the disclaimer out there, then Scott Burrell must be Chameleon to the 65th power. Yo, I can't wait be because there to it'll enjoy be the first it. time. It's gonna be the first time we have something that like we as a as a as a world or a culture could watch together. That's the one thing that's missing with quarantine because everybody's off watching their kinds of craziness. It's like yeah. the one thing that sports does is 
when it's a good game or a one. game, we're all watching like in the chat together talking trash, like yo, you know, talking about how everybody stinks. So we're on Facebook or Twitter, wherever it is. But uh, so I know that hey, everybody's you, gonna be watching that series. Can you imagine what the ratings are gonna be for this? Especially when know, you know we've I had know. nothing, and they try to throw a horse competition at us. Dog, I ain't even watched that. I refuse to watch. I think everybody I think everybody in the yo, I I was forced to watch the beginning of it because my son wanted to watch it, and then even when when it started, like he lost he lost focus. Like he couldn't even pay attention to it. It was so bad. Yeah. And luckily, you know, it was on at a time where, you know, his bedtime was in the middle of it, so I was able to turn. We were turning back and forth anyway, like. We were watching Yo, America's Funniest Home couple, Videos. We learned a couple way things. more entertaining. We learned, <laughs> we learned a couple yeah. things from horse. We learned that Paul Pierce cannot play basketball anymore. There ain't no big three in his future. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the worst thing about it Yo, is he got matched up with Jack Levine. They said no dunks, but dude was still trying to do athletic stuff at the rim. So Paul Pierce, he, he, I don't even know why he tried some of it. You could have just took the letter, dog, because he looked he embarrassed himself. He had a nice, yo, yeah, nice Trey, Yo, nice my man, my man, Ice Trey, Ice Trey is my, Ice Trey is my homie, and I support the mockery that he puts on, on the court in Atlanta. But yo, he was looking real suspect against Mr. Big Shot Chauncey Phillips. Well, to tell the truth, suspect. he was out there playing on a Jordan Jammer. His court was trash. Chauncey Phillips <laughs> had like a, Chauncey Phillips had a real. Outdoor that's NBA basketball court. Yeah, he had a yeah, he had a whole half court. Like it was it was beautiful. <laughs> it was better than most playgrounds that we grew up on. Um Yo, who else? All I'm gonna say You know what the what it showed? Um, it showed the discrepancy in pay between the men and the women. All the women just had like a little portable court outside of their garage and the dudes <laughs> you know, had like a full half court built in with the you know, with the hoop into the ground, except for Trey, but he's a rookie, you know, a couple of years, he's gonna have more than that. And um This house was yeah, your man, he had a real gym. Your man, um thirty 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 million a year for no reason. He had a full Ooh. gym. Um Ooh. Mike Conley. He looked like he was at the Y. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Mike Conley got too much bread. I don't know if that was or not, but if it was, yo. I got to look that up online, yo, because I, I ain't seen none of it. I was watching 90 Day Fiance with the yo, boy with the neck. I can't fail. Mike Conley won. I can't fail. I got I got to look that up. He played Tamika Catchings. He played Tamika Catchings. Chris Paul got destroyed by a woman. Paul, haircut in his game is trash. They said she was one of is is it they trying to drag it out? That was just the first round. That was the court yeah. round final. That was first They're round. Again. Come on, man. <laughs> they playing like two more rounds, yo. What we yo. doing here, man? Yo, and yo, they're playing horse over cell phone. So, you know, we're watching blurry cell phone Wi Fi network uh videos of people playing horse. Yo. Like ESPN is really trying and I give them an A for effort, them and the NBA. Yo, they and the play. NBA. Yo, Jim. This is what we doing. Yo, they playing horse. They playing horse, they playing horse over yo, block. I would, rather them, I would rather them just every day run a 30 for 30 marathon than trying yo, to give us. This is what we doing in 2020. They playing yo, horse over block, block talk on 2020. Block talk. Yo, 
I'd rather talk WNBA players. Yo, man, I'm about to yo. I'd rather spend my money on somebody's OnlyFans than to, um than to watch that kind of trash. <laughs> like, like, what are we doing here, man? Yo, all right. <laughs> what are so, we doing? Um, yo, we it, yo. Life is trash right now. Um, week. I mean, stat of the week. Christian McCaffrey, we talked about earlier, becomes the highest paid running back in NFL history. Um, he got a four-year extension that's worth about $16 million per year. Um, for everybody who was up in arms about it, I'm like, well, y'all know that title changes every year. Like, if there's been three highest-paid running backs in the history of NFL in the past three seasons. You got McCaffrey. All the black people, year, all the black people was mad. Yeah, last year it was Zeke. The year before it was Gurley. I think the year before that was was when David Johnson was up to bat. Like that title changes because everybody figures if you get a contract a year after somebody sets, they don't just set the record. They look at that as setting the market. So they think if you're even equal to this dude, you have to get more. And you know this is this is how lockouts happen because they always think they gotta surpass something and and who up next create records. So who's up next? Saquon Barkley. He'll be the highest okay. paid running back okay. in the league in a year or two. If he's still alive by then playing with the Giants, <laughs> though, he might not be alive right. to collect his check. <laughs> yeah, so you got Saquon, and after that, you know, it'll be a toss-up. You know, hopefully the young boy will get good enough to be in that conversation. Let me see you toss it up. The Eagles like to use 16 running backs anyway, so they're never going to have anybody yeah. to put up the numbers to prove themselves, even if they are that good. Um. I mean, <laughs> shout out to it, Neil. It, she it, said it, she's it, always, she's almost finished season one of you. That dude is crazy. That's always the first thing I do. Yo, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe, man. Yo, Joe is misunderstood, Neil. He just yo, misunderstood, man. He in love, man. Yo, in season one, yo, this dude will make you think that. Now, I'm not going to spoil it for her. Like, but in season one, you will find yourself defending this cat. Like, man. Not after season two, though. Just, yeah, <laughs> once you get to season two, two my like, guy. Oh, this is serious. No, watch season two. <laughs> there's no, there's yo, no defense. Yo, my guy, Joe, go off the deep end in season two, cuz. Like, yo, shot the Joe, though, man. Yeah. Hurry up and do that, Neil, so we can talk about it in more detail. Uh, and, Neil, let us know when you finish time. season two, yo, because I, I just got to see your response, like, at the end of season two, yo. But, um, she said, hey, I was on his side with Benji. I was on the side with a lot of the people we murked in season one. Yo, I was too, man. He's trying to take care of it. Like, yeah, it. <laughs> like, I was mad he didn't finish her off in the park. In the words of LL, man, all he want to do is be there for her, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All I want to do is be there for you, dog. Yo, anyway, man. <laughs> all right, man, let's let's move on to what happened while y'all were on the grind so we can get the hell up out of here. <laughs> what happened while you were on the Grizz Nye is brought to you by Sports the Book. Bottom line, go get Sports the Book. Yo, it's just fire. Best sports book ever. Go to sportsthebook.com or go right to warroomsports.com. But make sure you get Sports the Book. All right. Yo, I don't know why this report came out, but according to the NTSB, Doc Holiday, Roy Holiday, also known as Doc Holiday, was doing stunts. And had amphetamines in his system when his plane crashed in 2017. I saw the story. Yeah. I'm like, yo, my man crashed like three years ago. Why are they putting down his name in 2020? He was already made the Hall of Fame like posthumously. Like, what's the point? 
I don't I don't really Yo. get it. I, I mean, first of all, we knew that. <laughs> we knew yeah. that. But y'all didn't have yeah. to say it out loud. Throw throw dirt on his name. Yo. Yeah, my man my man Doc was out there doing stunts on, stunt on the anyway. off them pills. Oh, Who's out there doing stunts, man? Come on, Doc. What's wrong with you, beloved? Rest in power, yeah. though, man. Rest yeah. in power. That's that's kind of uh, how. Yo, um, that's, that's something that Mitch. That's something Mitch Williams would have did, not Doc Holiday. So right. anyway, like if they, if like you heard that about Mitch Williams, you'd be like, yeah, you know, wild thing, you know, that's what he do. But anyway, he was a, um, he was a thrill seeker, man. They said they said less than two weeks before his crash, he had flown the plane. Under Tampa Bay's Skyway Bridge, which had a 180-foot vertical clearance over the water. Um, I'm tripping. Seen that bridge. Yeah, that's not that high of a bridge. He flew the joint yeah, he drawn. under that bridge. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he drawing. Yo, yeah. rest in power, though, man. Yo, um, y'all man Dakota yeah, Prescott, B. Austin's favorite F- quarterback. Or shall I say he favorite, died during an F- favorite quarterback to hate. Flying under Dakota the... Dakota Prescott, <laughs> in the middle of this <laughs> pandemic, your man Dakota Prescott decided to have a party at his home, um, and that which went against Texas orders because uh, the whole the whole state is on lockdown and all that. My man threw a party. Um, Yo, but wasn't somebody, wasn't Dakota one of the dudes who did like a, a PSA, like a commercial to tell us yep. the social distance yep. and all that stuff? <laughs> just, just so he could have one of the Kyrie Irving type parties, because you know it was nothing but Kyrie Irving Johnson there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said the cop. They sent the cops there, but the cops couldn't verify if there were more than ten people in the house. The legal gathering limit. So I mean, I'm pretty sure Dak got a you know a pretty nice residence. He probably hid some people mm-hmm. under the stairs and in, in the shower or something crazy like that. Yeah, my thing is though, um, like, like if 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 you if you are a mixie or as they call them thoughts, yo, know, you risking it all to go party with Dakota? Right. <laughs> so they said Dak and Zeke was there. And that's the thing. Jimmy's just assuming that there was Kyrie Irving Jones there. The last time we heard about Dak and Zeke party, and they were shooting water gun penises at each other. So that's true too. No with a, with a, with a pink, he's uh, trying to clear the air and say there weren't more than ten people in the house. It might have been nothing but a bunch of juffies in that joint. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it might have been a water gun fight. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Even if, like, why do people press that limit anyway? Like, they say, you know, you shouldn't have gatherings with more than 10 people. Dog, ain't there nobody coming in my house right now. You nobody. ain't never lot, cuz. Like, you got lie, family at the door. And, you know, shout out to, to, to Dawn Pitts. She's been to the crib to drop stuff off for the kids, and everything she's dropped off, she's had to leave on the porch. And she's like family to us. She's, she's my son's godmother. And she had to drop stuff off on the porch. Duh. And not until after she leaves, we go outside, spray it down, wipe it down, and then bring it in the house. Like it's just the way it is, man. Like if my grandma my came is, if you, right if you, now, you have to find a way to, to crib, ride back to Philly. Like if you come to my crib, I'm like, yo, I don't know where you went to before you got, but the fact is, you're not so you're not quarantining, so I don't want anything to do with you. So <laughs> right, yo. I don't know where you came from, who you you know, who who you was with. Only person, only people allowed in my house right now, and that not in to my house, to the porch, is like Instacart and the people, man. And y'all stocks out there, y'all gotta chill, that. man. Y'all gotta start using technology, man. Y'all, y'all got FaceTime and Cash App. Y'all ain't even gotta pull up on nobody no more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Use them smartphones. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. That's the thing. We got a bunch exactly. of dummies so, yeah, with man, so that, that's our head drawing. Dak's trying to Dak out here trying to die before he get his new contract. Um, yeah. He's trying to scare him. Uh, other, another, trying to scare the another quarantine news, Kyle Larson was fired for his racing team for using a racial slur on a NASCAR virtual event. So my man was on a NASCAR Yo, virtual event, and he dropped the M-bomb. Like, you know, oh, playing video games. He got, he got fired playing a video game, you got, man. You got um, fired on your year off. How you get fired yo, NASCAR been, been buck wild this past week. My man, like, used the N-word, like, in disgust, and, you know, he didn't realize everybody was listening. Like, man, you know. He got canned he, you know, from his whole racing team. But, you know, that's why, you know, they NASCAR racing teams are are 100% like, dependent on sponsors. So I, I'm sitting here looking like, you know, this really doesn't mean anything. They're not even racing right now. Like, he'll get a job by the time outside open back up, even if it's, you know, might be with the same same racing team. But right now, sponsors are watching. Sponsors are already losing money uh, because nobody wants to go out and eat at McDonald's and uh, buy tires at Goodyear and all of the stuff. Yeah, you, that, gave him that, a, you gave him a quick reason to stop, you know, they cut some, cut some revenue. Right. So cut some like, expenses, rather. You got to go. <laughs> if, if any of these companies go bankrupt that, that put the pressure on us, we'll grab you back because we won't have them anymore. What I will say is this, right? So I haven't played video games in years, but I used to be heavy on Call of Duty. And the one thing I can say, when you play online and amongst the community, yo, you, you talk about, yo, it'll be like 12-year-old white boys that will cuss you out, N-words, say the most, disres- <laughs> the most disrespectful thing you can have said to you is said, like, you know, um, on the networks of people playing video games, yo. And there's nothing you could do because you can't put your hands on them. So take it and get it back, over, over your mic, over your headphones. Yeah. So I used, to just, I used to just talk about their mom and they get upset, but you know. So, but this either here nor there. I'm just telling you, it's kind of. Vicious. Did you hear what he actually said? It was like at one point in the virtual race, he seemed to have lost communication and said, "I can't see it. You can't hear me." Hey, and hey, 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 ninja! <laughs> like, yo, how you just gonna call the ball? Like, <laughs> but it's, but it's NASCAR. Yo, Are we really surprised? Are we surprised? And the thing is, it like flew off his tongue. Like this is how he talked, you know. Speaking you know what? Because he probably his his mind probably automatically put him in you know video game mode when he's probably yeah. usually playing with strangers online. He forgot he was actually yep. doing this for work. Yeah, <laughs> he probably yeah. talked like that he hit all him the with time. The, he hit him with the Booker T. John Hawk Hogan I'm coming for you now. <laughs> Yo, uh... <laughs> 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 yo, my whole thing is my whole thing is outside of Dev's uh, explanation of the of the sponsorship situation, it's NASCAR. Like redneck white boys should be allowed to speak in the language that they most feel comfortable with. Don't be disingenuous for me. I know that you're saying anyway. Who y'all fronting for? Yo, that's that's like that's your like dad is part of the clan. That's yes. like going to a clan meeting and getting mad because they use the N word. Hmm. But first of all, I yeah, I'm right. saying that because because I, I let it fly. But that's either here or there, yo. Um, speaking of NASCAR, real quick though, your man Bubba Wallace, he lost a sponsorship because he rage quit during a NASCAR i racing event. So these cats are NASCAR rage quitting. <laughs> yo, my man got mad. He's <laughs> like, no, but yo, and and I'm a, and I'm gonna play that card. Look at the type of words they're using for bull. They didn't even say anything about rage when the white boy called somebody an N-word. But Bubba Wallace is black, yeah. so he rage quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. He was rage quitting. 
Yo, I mean, this you man know. lost a sponsor for quitting a video game. You know, you, you, <laughs> you know, 2020, 2020 is absolutely insane, cause like, listen to this, yo, listen to what we talk, we talking about cats playing horse on blog talk. We talk about dudes rage quitting video games. Yo, what are we doing? <laughs> yo, what are we doing? Yo, rage quitting show, man. Bullshit. Yo, what are yo, we but, doing but right this now? This is the thing. He didn't curse anybody out. He didn't call nobody a cracker. He didn't do none of that. He went to Twitter after he quit and was like laughing, like, yo, I'm dying at my mentions right now. I ruined so many people's day by quitting a video game. He was like, bah, ha, 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 a video game. Damn, quarantine life is rough. So then the, the sponsor, Blue Emu, came on and straight disrespected him. Said GTK, where you stand? Bye bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. And then they followed it up with a Donald Trump uh, video that said you're fired. Yo, so y'all just went to the They were making quarantine great again. I don't know what Blue Emu said, but I ain't buying. Yo, Blue Emo is emo. Yo, what's going on here? What are we <laughs> doing? Blue Emo. All right, yo. Hey, Deb, before we get out of here, yo, you got any, you got any, you got any new shows? Anything you watching? Any good recommendations, man? And you too, Neil. Um, I know Neil be Neil be on the, the TV. What you? I know she's watching you. What you watching? Oh, wait, before before the before the show, got to pay one more bill. Um, this date in sports history brought to you by Digital Extreme Tech. If you or your business need a custom web, website. Make sure you holler at the people over at Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices and financing options are available. So I know you, you, you guys got your, your stimulus checks. So if you were looking to, you know, get that website up and running, just hand that. Don't hand that over to the church. Hand that over to Digital Extreme Tech. Probably won't even cost you your whole check. Just call 267-205-4203, or you can visit them online at digitalextremetech.com. And for discounted rates, so you definitely won't have to use your whole check signed by Donald Trump, be sure to tell them that World Room Sports sent you. <laughs> and on this day, April 16th, 1929, the New York Yankees became the first team <laughs> to wear uniform numbers on their jerseys. <laughs> oh, that stat was trash. But yeah, what were they doing what before are we that? Doing? What were they doing before that? I have no I mean, idea. There wasn't no black dudes name. in the league, so they couldn't be like, hey, nigger. But, um. Yo. That's who they Yiggity, yiggity, yo. All right, so what, 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 before we go, what, what am I watching? Mentioned it a little bit beforehand. Surprising. Surprising. I've been watching um, um on my block on Netflix. And the surprising part about it is, like, I find myself, like, like I can't wait to get back to it. Plus, it's, you know, it's well, a half like an hour seasons, show. It's like so. three seasons, right? Yeah, three seasons, episodes. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm like, episode, season two, episode nine. And damn, I'm fine. You know, it, was just a, it was just a cool little show throughout the first season. And then the last episode of the first season and the first episode of season two, that joint got real. Oh, I ain't it see that yet. Real. I ain't there yet. Yeah, so yeah, I, I ain't, ain't gonna spoil yet. it, but it get real. Last episode of the first season, the set, and the first episode of the second season. It, it gets really real. Oh. But um, I've been watching that. 
Um, I've been trying to finish up. I'm, I'm on the second season. I haven't even finished the second season of you, but I'm almost finished that. Um, oh, you I've been rocking. I didn't finish it yet, but but dog, wait till yeah. you see the final episode, yo. Yo, let me know. What yeah, you I'm, I'm, you I'm almost there. He, yo, gotten when crazy. you and Neil finish, like I said, it's gotten to the point where I'm yeah, no longer, I'm on my throwback. I'm, I'm no longer like yo, man. That was just charming, man. He, yo, <laughs> Nah. Neil, 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 and Dev, when y'all both finish that, y'all hit me on Facebook. Let me know. We gotta have a conversation when y'all get to the end of that. Cause, All right, I'm, yo. I'm definitely you. You know what's pretty good? For life, um, 50 show on network TV. Oh, we with had the, that with the fake Denzel. With the fake Denzel ball, who I found out six episodes in that he's also from the UK. They taking all the, yeah. the black man jobs on TV. Um. And they be having the accents, and then you listen to them in the interview, and they be sounding like they're about to invite you to a tea party. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know that that mm-hmm. that stuff. I'm about to start. I've never watched Ozark, and y'all been raving about that for oh three seasons. Oh my god! Oh, yo, my wife is in the Ozark. She in the Ozark. She Ozark. I also no, just finished I'm watching Who Killed Malcolm X. Yeah, I seen that one. How was that? Yo, I tell you one. How was that? Yo, it was pretty quarantine, good. Quarantine, like you having, like you have you watching stuff, cause that just like, yo. So right now, I'm I'm watching on my block just like you are. Um, I'm also watching Money Heist, which I I, I didn't think I would watch because like it's subtitled, but they they have voiceover and they like words and the mouth don't match. But yo, after a couple episodes, <laughs> the story like, is oh, so good that you don't even oh, you don't even recognize that's still going on. It's amazing. And, yo, over the last, like, week or so, yo, my wife and I sat around and watched, like, four seasons of Black Ink, and that is the most ratchet, craziest reality show I've ever, yo, I've ever, it makes love and hip-hop seem classy. Like, yo, the the, the stuff they get into on this joint, and it's, it's, yo, it's actually entertaining because it's so wild. Yeah, and I I told Jimmy this the other day about that show. Cause I, you know, I, I DVR Love and Hip Hop, right? And a lot of some of the Love and Hip Hop seasons that comes on immediately after it. So when you got it on the DVR, I probably get two or three minutes of the start of that show. So that's all I knew about that show was like the two minutes of the start of every episode after I finished watching my other ratchets. So I, it it was interesting, but I was like, you know, I just don't have time for another ratchet show. I'm watching this, I'm watching Housewives. No. <laughs> I didn't have time for no. another ratchet. Sometimes, Jim, if I watched if I watch Love and Hip Hop live and it wasn't on the DVR, I'd go more than two or three minutes because it'll come on and it'll catch me. You know what I'm saying? Man, listen, it'll catch me I ain't gonna hold bit. you. I, yo, I watched it. I, 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 I it's it's, it's, like it's first of all ever. First of all, like it's New dirty. York and Chicago. They got, they got, they got. Actually, I heard they got three of them. I only seen two. So Chicago, I, I watch all of them jobs. New York, I'm through like four seasons. They got eight seasons out. But listen, it's so you know how reality shows they be like fake fighting with it, like throw a drink at each other and all that. Yo, in this joint, okay. they let hands go. They fire shots at each. Yo, yo, what am I knocking? <laughs> yo, the last episode I watched, yo, they, they sent shots at the ball. Screaming, Is that a moment? Is that a moment? Is that Mona? Huh? Is that Mona? Um, it's I don't think it's Mona. It's a company called like Big Fish Entertainment. I don't know who owns that, but 
They do both. Because when they, they do a came and found these dudes, too. they probably told them, like, you sure you want to record this? Because it's real. Dog, listen, <laughs> they be licking shots. They be throwing, they, 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 like, let hands go. I'm like, yo, this is next level ratchetry. And I said, this is what quarantine got me watching right now. So shout yeah. to quarantine because you got me watching all kinds of craziness, yo. <laughs> this is the time, bro. Yo, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching Hell on I'm watching Hell on Wheels. So, you know, the language that uh the NASCAR driver used, I'm I'm used to hearing that oh, Hell on Wheels. So you see that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yo, B Austin, have you yeah. ever watched um, Peaky have you ever watched Peaky Blinders? No, uh uh My wife started matching. Oh, that's hard. That's a, that's a gangster jump, but it's like, yo, I, it's, it's, that's fine. I finished watching uh, the first two seasons of uh, Altered Carbon. Shout out to uh, Simone Missick. We, uh, Dev and I went to school with her. Yeah, yeah. She's on season two of that. Pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, she she got just like what I remember. She got a show where she's a judge now. I think that might be on regular TV. Oh, I don't. You talking about the chick? You know yeah, she was on. Um, um, yeah, I, I actually watched that judge show. The judge show is not bad, but I just don't know where they're going with it. Like, how are you going to be an advocate as a judge? Like, what's going? I don't, I don't understand like where they're going with it. But I, I her husband's an actor too. Nice yeah. Her husband, huh? her husband was also in Luke Cage, and he's also in For Life. He's one of the prisoners in For Life. He oh, wore like husband? the robe, the scully, looked like a condom. Right. Since you, you said that, I'm chill because I know y'all want to. I know y'all went to school with her, so I was about to ask you an inappropriate question, but you just mentioned the husband, so I'm just, I'm a refrain from asking the question. The answer is probably yes. Yo, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Stop, man. Yes, yes. Answer is yes. Yes. Certainly. Most certainly. Y'all are trash. Yo, with that being said, man, yo, let's get out of here. Yo, man. yo, to, to, to her husband. Congratulations, man. Yo. Yo. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Wow. Wow. Let's end there, man. Yo, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, uh, those on social media holding us down. Uh, you know, shout out to Rob, Tobias, for calling in. We appreciate that. Uh, you're always rocking with us. Tune in next week live right here on demand. We're going to catch you up on whatever sports topics we got. Enjoy your weekend. We're going to probably talk about some more TV shows and some ratchetry. So stay safe, man. Please stay safe. And we'll see you right back here next time. Catch all of our conversations from social media, all of our content that we drop. Everything can be found at the hub, which is warroomsports.com. Pick up my book, Sports the Book. You can do it at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
being swift cutters, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Worth three secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cap? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.